All right, we got a good one for you tonight. We're doing a Christmas episode of Top 5 with Joey Casado. We are doing our top five favorite Christmas gifts we got as kids. Welcome to Top 5 with Joey Casada. Starring Joey Casada. Team Jesus, my friend. No! Am I walking around, Mark? Co-starring Ernie Palooza. And the doctor, Tommy Snyder. Goddamn. Now here's your host, Joey Casada. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Top Five. I'm your host, Joey Casada. And I am a weeble wobble because I won't fall down. I actually think that's true. I heard when you played football, they couldn't tackle you, right? That's right. <laughs> and of course, back by popular demand, he's back. He's better than ever. It's the doctor. The doctor, a man barely alive. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you are you back full time with us? Is I'm assuming no, we're in mid December no, now. Softball season is over. I can't. I can't sustain the madness. Because I have to have a cocktail with you so I can unwind. And I drag the next day. That playground episode, wow. wow. Well, it was like working yeah. a second job. I had to get up at 3.30 in the morning. And I didn't help myself with the cocktails. So. Yeah, but it was that, a lot of fun. Enjoyed that, it. that was brutal. You know, the episode after we edited it was four and a half hours. I believe, if memory serves me correct, we went about seven and a half, right? It felt like, it felt like seven and a half. It's like it's like when we were together. Two years felt like seven. <laughs> yeah, the cocktails were flowing, but I listen. But you know what? I was expecting way more chaos than it was. I thought the episode went great. I thought we told some great playground stories. You know, I, I got a, a few comments uh, from my buddies Chris Jericho and Eric Martin, and they were like, "Whoa, playground reunion special! First, the Beatles get, get back special on Disney Plus, and now this." Woo! What's yeah, going I'm on? Glad, I'm glad we didn't time it at the same time because uh, Paul would have been screwed. Well, I'm, I'm shopping uh, that episode to Disney Plus right now, so we'll see see if we get picked up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I, if you really time it, I think the Get Back special was three episodes at about two or three hours each. Ours was close. <laughs> yeah, we had they had 56 hours of uh, footage. <laughs> Listen, we got more than that. If I go, if we go through all the old playground tapes, we got a lot of footage. All right, we got to play the infamous, the world-renowned Doctor. What are you drinking tonight? All right, I'm never gonna hear the end of this one, but here we go. You know how much I like white Russians. You mean the drinks? The people of the drinks. What are we talking about here? I I dated dated one white Russian. It's true. <laughs> well, I, and I dated, well, I've been dating white Russians ever since. <laughs> Another white Russian. But anyway, um, so I was looking at the calorie intake. So I just took the milk and the milk, the vodka and the vodka, and I eliminated the uh, Kahlua. And I went sugar free, 
chocolate milk syrup. Wait, so wait, basically, wait, no, you explain to me, show me the drink and tell me what's in it. <laughs> you did not. So wait, <coughs> that's, that's chocolate milk. Hold on. You laugh. What kind of milk is it? Fat-free milk? Fat-free milk. Fat-free milk, sugar-free chocolate syrup. Right. And vodka. Right. Yeah. And there it is. The holiday drink of the stars. <laughs> of the Snyders. It's, it's, it's fantastic. I wake up in the morning. I get yelled at. Where's the chocolate milk? Daddy, did you drink the chocolate milk? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I need to ask <laughs> Why do I see you stomping on the chocolate milk by the end of this episode outside? No, no, the chocolate no. syrup just being poured on the porch and you're stomping all over it. No, 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 no. Spiked <laughs> chocolate milk. It's got to, it, I mean, you heat that up. It's, it's a beautiful spiked it, it uh, sounds, hot chocolate. It sounds, it sounds insane, but a white <laughs> Russian is milk and vodka. Milk and vodka, right? Yeah. I'm just, I'm just substituting chocolate milk uh, syrup with the. Uh, Kahlua's. <coughs> is the Kahlua that? Kahlua. It's, it's it's syrupy, right? So it's it's a lot of calories. A lot, a lot. Ernie, can you top that? What are you drinking tonight? You got any spiked chocolate milk? Ernie'd be oh. dead. He, Ernie would really grow spikes. We got Heineken light. Whoa, that's a notch up from the Heineken Zero. Nope, I've, I've, I'm moving up. I I can't take you guys anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's the only way to get through these shows. You got to have a couple of drinks. Otherwise, buddy, by the end of the last episode, I would have killed DeVito once again. Another, another 50 episodes, you'd be breaking bad. <laughs> you have driven me to the heaviest stuff, to the hard stuff. You're driving Ernie mad. To the Heineken light. All right, we got a great episode tonight. This is going to be fun. Uh, you know, our age gap might show a little bit tonight. I'm curious to see... What were, you know, I don't know if you guys were into the, the toys of the year or just specific things that you got as kids that, that, you know, you remember. But I'm curious to see where you guys went with your favorite Christmas gifts as a kid. Big gifts, small gifts, sentimental gifts. You know, what were you think guys thinking when you came up with your list? Um, well, I'll, I'll go first. Um, these were the, the gifts that I most remember. And I'm looking at it now because you you mentioned the age thing. The absolute latest is 1982. So this is all 70s stuff. No, that makes sense because in 82, what do you earn? You're 12? That's right. About to be 12 or about to be 13. No, you're, yeah, you're 12 already. So, yeah, that makes sense. I don't think I'm 12. And, yeah, I don't think I'm 12 in any of mine. So, yeah, I think that's definitely when Christmas impacts us the most is, you know, 5 to 10 right and that's when toys impact us the most yeah of course doctor how'd you com compile your list well i'm gonna be 53 so i went from 49 to 53 <laughs> those are those are your favorite gifts <laughs> those are the five years now is, is spike um, chocolate milk on one of those yeah yeah um uh agree with ernie um if we're talking about favorite gifts those are the wow moments when you came downstairs when Oh my God. And uh, as much as I'd like to run around like that right now, when I get certain things, I just don't feel the same way. So I did it in chronological order from the youngest to the oldest point of most favorite, not every year, obviously, 
but over like probably a 10 year period, I would think. Yeah. From 70s, late 70s, mid 70s to uh, like Ernie said, I think like probably mid 80s. All right, let's start it up. What do you got, Doctor Number Five? Um, so I'm going back now. So uh, Planet of the Apes was really big, um, really big. Scared, I was kind of scared the crap out of me a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, I had all the figures and stuff. So when I woke up one morning, I had the, the uh, Planet of the Apes treehouse. Was, uh, I look back, I, I couldn't believe what I was, you know, as we normally do. Um, I look back at this thing, what a piece of crap. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't, I, I, I don't I, it, it just seems so much more intricate <laughs> than, than what I saw yeah, on the internet this morning. And I was like, oh my God, isn't it great just to be that simple again as a kid? Well, it brings us back to the refrigerator boxes again. How great yeah. was the refrigerator oh, box? <laughs> I used to find, we used to find them on the street, go crazy. Yes, refrigerator That's box. It. Yeah. What I'll year was you. what year is that? Uh, Planet of the Apes. So Planet of the Apes, the movies are what mid, late mid seventies, right? Mid seven, mid seventies, 74, 75, I think around there. The toys yeah. didn't come out. I think thirty five, seventy six, around about. So, but it was. Uh, I mean, come on, that shit was scary. I don't know if you ever watched the originals. <laughs> You know what? Oh my god! I, I, I love the music, it. And, they, and they run by with the the nets and stuff. It's a it's a little freaky for a little kid. What were you gonna say, Aaron? Oh, uh, the second you mentioned Planet of the Apes, Tom, I instantly remembered exactly what you were gonna mention. That uh, that treehouse thing. The the second you said those words, my mind yep. went right there, and I loved yep. that thing. I I loved it. It kind of I'm trying to vision it in my head, and I keep seeing the um. From the deer hunter, and they're locked in the, the cages. Yeah, <laughs> underneath with the, with the yeah, something like that. Am I visioning it right? <laughs> I, I, I believe it was a net or a cage or something that opened up in the middle. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was uh, it, it was it was intense, man. It was intense. I've again, you guys are a little older than me. I I vaguely remember those figures. I don't remember the treehouse playset at all. Obviously, love the movies incredible but i didn't see them when they first came out i was older when i saw them so they didn't scare definitely didn't scare me that's for sure but <clears throat> you didn't see the first one when it came out in 1968 really <laughs> was it 1968 the first one yeah wow i wouldn't have guessed that ernie ernie barbara was taking him to see uh slasher films at age seven it's true. So why would Planet of the Apes scare him? <laughs> it's true. I saw I saw I saw Scarface in the theaters. My first movie ever. <laughs> the guy gets cut up with a chain, chainsaw in the shower. Apes. Say hello to my little apes. <laughs> Good start. What do you got, Ernie? I gotta tell you, uh, Tommy's choice is incredibly similar to my choice. Before I say my number five, I want to remind both of you that it is not nice to make fun of people with a lisp. Uh -oh. okay. 
My number five is the Star Wars Death Star Space Station. <laughs> Here's the new Star Wars Death Star Space Station that you put together. Action figures each sold separately. Darth Vader's firing a laser cannon. It's been hit. He's after Luke. Take the elevator. Hurry. Now cross the light bridge. You won't escape me. Jump, Luke. Oh, no. The trash compactor. There's a trash monster. The wall's closing. Save. Kenner's new Star Wars Death Star Space Station. Action figures each sold separately. <laughs> Wait, I couldn't hear you. You cut out. Can you say that again, please? <laughs> Star Wars Death Star Space Station. Schnapps. <laughs> oh, that's an infomercial in the, in, in the waiting right there. Great, Ernie. Of course. Uh, remember the, the trap door? Of course. Very angry, Ernie. The trap door. That the, oh, the trap door that people would fall through and it landed in the trash compactor from the movie and the walls would close in on the trash <clears> compactor. With all the foam in it. Yeah. And oh. a monster. And a green green rubber monster in it. Oh, hold yep. on. You know, you know I have him. Hold on. Joe, don't take out your green monster, please. <laughs> <laughs> Ernie, you nailed it. <laughs> See, maybe we should yeah. tune off right now, Joey. Joey, let's tune off. We're gonna be what do you have a moment? <laughs> have a moment, Ernie. Uh, Joey, have a moment. Have a moment to yourself. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> nope. Here it is. That's, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's a Dianoga. I oh, never I knew you could put that store. No, I, Ernie had Ernie had a nail. We're gonna pull out your green monster. I was like, That's <laughs> I do and not I have Joey the Death Star. And I thought you, <laughs> I thought Joey was a Yankee fan, taking out his green monster. <laughs> Two great starts. That you know, again, same thing. Death Star. That's from the first movie. Obviously, I'm a giant Star Wars collector. I don't have all the vehicles. I have every, I have every figure. I have my giant Star Wars case that I just got built for me. So I'm a big Star Wars fan, but the the, the original Death Star playset was a classic. Uh, Death Star was number three for me, Ernie. Thank you. Oh, crap. Sorry. Um, nice. For the, uh, no, I, it was going to happen. Um, the gun that popped off, you know, they couldn't blow up the Death Star. So what happened was the gun with the giant gun on top, would just pop off. <laughs> but um, but if I remember correctly, Ernie, I don't know if you ever played Star Wars with me with the figures and stuff, we would remove the beams and make things falling down and make the whole thing decrepit to get nice. out of it. And it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. You had the towel <laughs> Obi-Wan on the top, the towel right. which he walked behind. Um, Did it have the rope that they could swing across? Yes. Yep. They had no. Yes, and they had the bridge. Yep, yep. yep. The retractable bridge in the middle. That was the second floor, by the way. Yeah, that was like three or yeah. four. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty big. Yeah, first floor had the hatch in the middle that went down to the garbage disposal. Second floor had the extendable bridge. And third floor was the control room with the giant gun. Yeah. With the yeah. Uh, tower in the back. Awesome. I mean, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I got that for Christmas. That was big time for me. Big time. Great, great pick. I, if I remember correctly, the Planet of the Apes figures were way bigger than the Star Wars figures. The Star Wars figures were the first figures that they started these. Uh, How did they, they say it, Joey? 
how do they word it? Action figure as opposed to yeah, action. Well, they were action figures. Almost the Planet of the Apes guys were almost dolls, but they were action figures right. too. But the the Star Wars figures, they made them that they started making them that small specifically so they can build play sets big enough that they can interact with the ships and all that stuff. Whereas if you start with the the action figure this big, the ship's got to be the size of a car. It's no good. So if no, you start, GI Joe did it. Well, Star Wars was first. No, G.I. Joe. The well, G.I. Joe was the big one. Right. right. And they put it in a helicopter, and you had to fly right. around the house with a giant helicopter. <laughs> but then in the 80s, after Star Wars you know, right. became Miniature. the sensation, G.I. Joe went to the same size, which is three and three I remember quarters. That. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Great start, boys. Great start. So as, as, a big, as big of a toy collector as I am, I'm not going to go with a toy for my number five pick. I'm going to go... And this was pretty big. So this is, I'm 11 years old. This is about 1985. This is a big deal for me at this time period. I'm big into music. I was dying to have my own boom box. And I finally got it for Christmas. I remember coming down and I saw it under the tree. It was wrapped, but I saw it, but I could see the shape. And I didn't want like one of these little radios. We, You know, the boom boxes in the 80s, where everything, it was all, you know, the speakers kind of disconnected and you could hold it up here like Radio Raheem, right, Ernie? And uh, did, it was so did important. You a, did you have a stereo at that time? A turntable stereo in your bedroom? Yes, I, ha I, I already had a turntable, but the boom box was, okay. you know, I could bring out and hang out with my wow. friends and go play football and be, be on my porch play with kiss. it. Play kiss. And the, and the biggest part was it also had, I had it on my stereo too, but it had a dual cassette. Yes. And it was so important to have two cassettes and dubbing stuff for your friends. And even, I used to just record stuff right off the radio on it, I remember. That's right. I did. Yeah. I did so too. Um, I, I, I stuck to toys. But Ernie, you remember the stereo I had? It was kind of weird. My, my parents got it for me. And uh, it, it, was, it was past my, um, the ages I was talking about. I was sticking to toys. But uh, being, so anyway... There was a Sony Walkman attached to it as the second oh as the second tape recorder. And you can disconnect it? Disconnect it and put in headphones <laughs> and take it with you. That I don't I, remember, I remember, I remember that stereo. I remember that time. Yeah. Yeah. I actually that was before Sony Walkman. Because wow. I used to give my uh, I gave my that thing to uh, Mike Morrissey went to Ireland once. <laughs> and I let him borrow that to take it. So it's it, pretty cool. Is this recent you gave it to him to borrow? Last week. <laughs> <laughs> now the, the walkman in general i don't remember when i, I don't think it was a christmas present i, I think I, I inherited my my old brother's walkman but i don't know if that's on any of your list but walkmans were a big deal to me too i lived once i got a walkman ah i lived with it in your profession learning a song every way you can learn it oh my god is of course. very important it's very everything important. But, the, but the boom box <laughs> Letting everyone else know your music, yeah, you can't tell me that you can't tell me to, to turn it down is a great feeling. And I remember going to the park, and it was literally a battle who had the bigger boombox because people yep. would be blasting their music. And you would, if you didn't have the power, you'd have to submit. You go, okay, you got me. Well, I guess we're listening to your music now, Ernie. Tell them the uh, horror, the uh, Halloween story about boomboxes in our neighborhood. And what uh, album came out? Uh, 
I don't remember this. Crazy movie. Train. Oh, you mean oh, you're in the big hits. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was uh, that's what back in the sub. Uh, well, Crazy Train was 1980, but when we were little kids, the uh, the big kids would chase us around, and we would know they were coming. Good before we saw them, we would hear Crazy Train. Beginning <laughs> of Crazy Train. Before we even saw them, we knew that was happening. They, they kept playing Blizzard of Oz over and over again. Just Crazy Train. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you guys like it. It's not like a trigger now. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but we knew. We knew when they were coming. All, were, all aboard! And we said, oh, here comes a Rat Pack. <laughs> all right, great start, boys. Doctor, we're up to you number four. What do you got? Uh, ba, ba, ba. Okay. I woke up one morning to complete my Steve Austin $6 million man collection. Uh, it was Bigfoot. And uh the big they, ones, right? He was big. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. There were no small figures at that point. These were these were, I guess, dolls. Of course. Um, and uh, you know, he got punched in the stomach, his center, his center chest came out. Yeah, you know, and uh it was a two-part series, the Steve Austin thing. I think we spoke about this before, but um on sci-fi. But when I got that morning and I and I got the Bigfoot, it was hot. And uh, my parents, uh, excuse me, Santa Claus delivered. I'm, I'm sticking strictly to Santa Claus here, boys and girls. Yeah, of course. Not, not presents, uh, uh, Santa Claus. So, um, yeah, that, that Bigfoot thing was, uh, that oh. was amazing. I was so happy, man. I'm running around with it. I was like, son of a bitch. Where's Steve Austin? I got to kick this shit out of Steve Austin. <laughs> Again, as, a, as big of a toy collector as I still am, I'm still in search for a really nice Bigfoot because if you remember who played, do you remember who played Bigfoot on the series? It was a basketball player. I can't. Will Chamberlain. Well, there was two different. Right, it was, but there was a there was two different guys that played Bigfoot. Will Chamberlain did once before, but what, Ernie was it Andre? Yeah, Andre the Giant or the wrestler Ooh, played Bigfoot. Nice. So I'm always in the I I'm always in the hunt for. They're expensive. They're like you know hundreds of dollars. I'm always looking for. A, a Bigfoot figure out to add to the so collection. you're telling me Lee Majors beat the shit out of Andre the Giant. Well, I mean, he was bionic. What do you got? I mean, come on. Yeah, but he was a robot from out of space. That's true. Well, I mean, listen, <clears throat> you know, he was worth $6 million, which would buy you nothing right now. <laughs> but That's it's true. a tank of gas now. <laughs> like, what was the dollar worth on Mars at that point when the monsters came? <laughs> They might only spent like $2 million on their Bigfoot. You know, not a lot of shows from back then live up. And I, that's one of the few shows I can still watch that. I can, when that's on, I could still watch it. As, but as, as good as uh, $6 million man was, Bionic Woman, I think was actually a little bit of a better show. Uh, um, I, I got into trouble with my sisters. I, I believe we, we spoke about this before when I had my Steve Austin doll. I would watch Jamie Summers afterwards. Of course, you know. Um, I started growing out of the thing when Max came around, the German Shepherd. But yeah, yeah when she was going after all these, ro- these female robots were going after Jamie Summers, yeah, one yeah. episode, um, I just said, I went into Liz's, my oldest sister's Barbie doll collection. Um, and she came home to a pile of Barbie dolls <laughs> with no arms, legs, heads ripped off. And Steve Austin standing on top of it's just 
carcasses, 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 carcasses. Oh, I love and she's it. Yeah. So, Ernie, what's our favorite uh, Jamie Summers moment? You know. Oh, uh, freaks and geeks. Of course. <laughs> I was a bionic woman. What would I wear? Sorry, Steve Austin. I can't marry you. I'm I'm mad at you right now. What? I'm I'm sorry. I can't hear you. Hold on. I'm gonna put the phone on my bionic ear. That's that's better. No, don't talk so loud. Don't forget, I've got bionic hearing. No, these are not bionic. These are all me. I heard that crack sound. Oh, oh, it wasn't you. Oh, okay, I guess I'll just... Oscar Coleman. It's me, Jamie Summers. Steve Austin is trapped in the... in the reaction. Uh, I'm... Mom, okay, you could use the phone. <laughs> the best. Bill, Bill from the, this really nerdy guy on Freaks and Geeks dresses up as a bionic woman for halloween it's <laughs> it's unbelievable it's up Ernie, it's, it's you're gonna have to display that one bro. oh of course that's going in right now great great pick again what the funniest part of the pick so far every one of these things i would want right now i would want you're to I, now now, you, now your, your brother was he into them <clears throat> yeah my brother was into all of this stuff yeah he he was more I didn't have a lot of this. I had the Death Star because even though he was into Star Wars, I got into Star Wars too because Star Wars lasted. You know, your Star brother and me are like me and Colin and you and your brother. Well, you guys are the same age. My brother's the same age as you guys. Right. We dropped out at Empire Strikes Back. Right. And I was, and you know, I was the opposite. Back. We kind of grew up. Right. Many years had passed. Still into Star Wars, but we weren't playing with toys at that point. Right. Star Wars oh, goes on. You know, Star Wars goes from 77 really till... Right. 83 84 so right i'm more on the tail end i'm really into it by jedi but i got into it during empire that's colin exactly yep, yep. all right Aaron, what do you got number four this is my latest one it's uh 12 years old and when i was 12 i could still have been cool I'm, most kids, <laughs> most kids age 12. You son most of a kids, bitch. <laughs> He's doing his Jerry Springer moment early. Jerry Springer thing. But let's go, <laughs> never look at kids when they're young. Most of them are geeks anyway when they're young. Like, I could have went either way. I really feel that way. And then my parents got me a computer. A real computer? What, Commodore 64? What are we talking here? The Commodore 64. Yeah. A day in the life of a Commodore 64. The Commodore 64. Once you get it, you'll wonder how you got along without it. This was not internet time. The only thing you could do with this thing was make computer programs. 
So there was no chance for me after this. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my God. But you had games on the Commodore too, right? Not at the beginning. Yes. Not at the, not at not the at very the beginning, beginning, really? Yeah. Not that I remember anyway. You had to get the uh, the disk drive and the floppy disk. Sure, of course. Right, the floppy. I remember getting that that spaceship shuttle out of the out of the uh hangar that took years. Is that confirmed? Like, is that really the first home computer? Is there something before that, or is that the age appropriate first computer for like us? There was a Radio Shack before that, and maybe even Apple before that. Okay. Oh, so there was a a T something? Yeah, something like that. Maybe Tandy? Really? Oh my God, I don't remember. I don't know any of this stuff. But I know the Commodore again because my brother had a Commodore 64. Yeah. Yeah, great one. Yeah, that, that's you're going right now. You're going along the lines of where I'm going next. So my next pick, my number four. Yeah, but hold, can I, can I, can I, uh, you know, being that I grew up with Ernie. Yeah. We got this thing, you know, because Ernie was a little more advanced than us. Yeah, that's a nice in, way. In, in, wow. in later years, he kind of slowed up and we passed him by. But. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> um. Yeah, I remember seeing this thing, and I was like amazed. And Ernie went on to write a program. We talking about the big kids. Um, Escape from Madison Place. He wrote this program um, about us getting away from the big kids. So uh, I, I mean, I, he could have been speaking Chinese at that point, but it was amazing to see someone grasp what the hell was going on. So yes, Ernie, good job. <laughs> it was programming and basic. His parents, yeah. his parents saved up all the money they never spent on milk when he was a baby, and they were able to get this computer for him. <laughs> I could get, get me a football. Ernie, if I remember the program, didn't he read something like "If then those old conditions"? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if this happened, then this happened. Would, would like the would like the the uh, did they have like the parentheses on them and stuff? Yes. And yeah, yeah. yeah. If yeah. if. Then go to 90 and 90 uh, print, blah, blah, blah. Jesus Christ. It was like uh, reading a book uh, to your own adventure. Remember those books? Choose yep. your own adventure. If you go to the left door, go to page 73. <laughs> 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 you still love those books. Hobby, Hobby Hut. Oh, Hobby, I lived in Hobby Hut. Choose the path to your own adventure books. But anyway, go ahead. I'm I used sorry. to get all my D&D stuff at Hobby Hut. I would get all the little mini- miniature, like, pewter figures you could paint. Oh, I lived in Hobby Hut. I used to go to Hobby Hut right after the notion. You go to the notion theater. You go. It's where I saw Empire. I'd go walk right into Hobby Hut and get stuff. It's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Great one. So, again, right along the same lines, my number four. Again, I, I don't know. I'm not positive of the year, but I'm going to guess this is 82-ish. I'm about eight years old. I'm dying for an Atari. That's what me and my brother want for Christmas. We want Atari. Now, I don't know what Santa was thinking, but he decided, I'm not going to get you Atari. I, I'm going to get you something what I think is better than Atari. And he turned out to be right. In the, in the grand scheme of things, he was right. But when we're kids and you're, you know, you're dying for this Atari that everyone has, 
we didn't get Atari. We were the first ones and really the only ones we even knew of that got in television. Hills presents Intellivision. Intelligent television by Mattel. More sophisticated than any video game that has come before. Providing hours of entertainment for the entire family. Intellivision, with one of the clearest game displays available today. Find this system, plus a complete line of sports and video game cassettes at Hills, where our game is low prices every day. Wow, you got a television yeah. first. First, oh. never had Atari. Never had Atari as a kid. Hadn't got right in in television. We got, and nobody had it. And even though it no. really was better than Atari, you were superior. It, yeah, but nobody nobody cared because everyone was into Atari, and we were the only no. mopes no, that no, had no, no, intelligence. No. That's not true. That's not true because I'm older than you. And uh, Eddie Romeo was the only one on the block. That fell into the same thing you did, but I think because your brother, your brother wanted Atari too. I, if I remember correctly, we both wanted Atari. He would have been very alert on in television at all. Yeah, age. maybe. I, anyway, what are the years? Do we know the years? The that Atari, Atari like years. Give it to me, Ernie. One's Atari and one's in television. Atari seventy-eight and television seventy-nine. Oh wow! Okay, so really close. Right, but then you had uh, Bobby Woodruff, who got Odyssey one. I had Odyssey too. I had Odyssey too. Before Atari, that was the alternative to Atari twenty six hundred. I had a, I had Odyssey. Was that no? I had Pong. Is that Odyssey? No. No, no. I had Pong. We all had Pong. I had Pong, and then jumped straight to Intellivision. I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, Pong, you couldn't put games in Pong. The game was built in. That was it. It was just Pong, right? I remember I had it on my. I had a little black no, and white no, television no, that's, that's not, in my that's kitchen. Not true. That's not true. You could hit a switch, and from tennis, you could play oh. hockey. You hit a switch, and then two more, <laughs> two more lines would appear, <laughs> and they called it hockey. <laughs> but anyway, back to my pick with Intellivision. We were so gung ho. We were so excited for Atari. We were let down that we got this in television. But wow. as we're, don't get me wrong, shortly thereafter, we realized, oh no, this is the far superior system. And then, you know, whatever, six months later, six months when you're a kid is an eternity. Six months later, everyone realized, oh, in television is the new thing. And everyone started jumping on the bandwagon. But there was that little period right after Christmas where we were like, ugh, what is it, that? It, we don't even know what this it is. Had to be it had to be some kind of advertising flaw because either people couldn't afford in television at that point <clears throat> who they were advertising to. Right. But of course, there was some, there was some kind of, every Atari was the, was the popular one. Yeah. But yeah. Everyone knew in television, picks, picks, channel 11. Yeah. Took on the television. I mean, listen, it's the old, it's the old, what's better, a VCR, VHS, or beta? Beta is far superior. But nobody, nobody wanted it. It was garbage. It got, it got completely. It was, it was uh, obsolete in a couple of years. But it was really, it was really the better, better recording device. It just, it didn't take off. Wow. I think also uh, in television, there's no joystick. The, when you open it, it looks like a calculator. Yeah. The yeah. Joystick, it just, it looks like a remote control. Just it doesn't look like it's for kids when you first get it. Yeah, it and it, you know the the weird controller wires were like a, an old telephone cord, if you remember. Yeah. It had the yeah. curly wires, which just aesthetically it didn't look very appealing. 
the games themselves were great. We know hockey, television hockey is one of the best games ever. And, and television uh, venture is one of my favorite, or adventure too. We, we talked about this. All the games were incredible. But, you know, looking back, it was a disappointment. But afterwards, I loved it. Spoiled brat. <laughs> All right, doctor, what do you got? Number three. I was looking for a Volkswagen for my first car, and then my mommy brought me a Porsche. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, okay, so let me see. Chill. All right, so it was Atari 2600. Really? I had to move everything up there. Well, I went to Planet of the Apes, Bigfoot, Steve Austin, Death Star, Star Wars. My Star Wars period I went through. Um, and then uh, this is number two, correct? No, number three. I'm going to have to plug something in then. Oh, because you said the Death Star was your number three. Right. And we already went into that. We killed it to death. So uh, I'm going to have to plug in another figure. So no. Micronaut. Oh, you're not going to put a, no Atari right now? No, because Atari and um, on my last two. Okay. So, so my, Micronauts. Micronauts, sure. I don't know if anyone knows what the hell they are. Well, but now, I was heavily into them. There's a couple different. I I used to have the micronauts that you could change the limbs and they were magnetic, right? Before they were magnetic, they were just plastic and you could pull the, ch the chest piece out with a click, the feet, the baron, the, the you know, uh, later on you had the black baron. He was the, uh, he was yeah. magnetic. Yeah. But the yes. original ones were plastic. And you can pull the feet. I don't know why you'd want to pull the feet off and put them on the feet on another. <laughs> I never figure that out. It's a big selling point. Same, maybe I didn't get that, uh, you know, the upgrade or the advanced shoe version. But <laughs> the center, I, th I think they used to pop out the, the console and the center chest, the hands. Yeah, it was uh, it was big with me. And it went on, went on. Um, I can't explain. I, I I had a sentimental toy that blew my mind today. I was up at Lake Shawnee with my uh, grandmother, and we went to Kmart or something like that. And there was the uh, the metal Micronauts. That's what I remember. That's what I remember. Okay. The metal well, Micronauts. I was coming towards the end. Star Wars was out now at this point. Yeah, yeah. But I was coming out, and he was a flying saucer. The guy laid in it. Plastic cover over it. It had the missiles and the engine underneath. And uh, I couldn't believe I was watching and looking at it. The internet's pretty amazing. Oh, it's And incredible. to see the thing that my grandmother bought me, there was one of my favorite. And by the way, that figure, that Micronaut killed all Star Wars figures. Oh, Moved in his Santa chains. No. He, he was chains. bigger. He's metal. Don't, don't, right. Correct me if I'm wrong. The Micronauts weren't a show or anything. It was just a toy line, right? What From what I read... That someone from Marvel. Well, it was a comic book after a while. He saw the toy. His son had the toy. He says, I got to write the story now. So it was ass backwards. Yep. The toy came out and inspired the uh, comic. I, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I have the I Micronauts comic book. I have, I definitely have the first few issues, def 100%. I can picture the cover of the first issue. I definitely have it. Yeah, so yep. yeah, it was kind of weird, you know. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's what Star Wars was so brilliant at. Star Wars was, you know, that toy line that if there's not that movie behind it, I don't think Star Wars succeeds. It's it's because the kids just saw the movie and now they can they can live the movie. It's brilliant. 
And nobody wanted that toy line. Lucas tried to sell that toy line to all the big companies and they all turned him down. Like, no, this is a failure. I think at the same time, you know, the Planet of the Apes and all that stuff was failing. So they were like, no, we don't, we don't want anything to do with it. And Kenner, who wind up taking the toy line, was, is, was a small, small company. And they had a hard time filling orders. If you remember the first year for Star Wars, they had that early bird special. You, you couldn't buy the figures at that right. first Christmas, 77 Christmas. You couldn't buy the figures. All you could do is order this and you would get this cardboard cutout that said you're going to get the figures when they come in. Star Wars figures, R2-D2. Chewbacca, Luke, and Princess Leia, they're the Star Wars early bird set of figures. These action figures are not yet available, but this Star Wars early bird certificate package is in stores. With this colorful Star Wars picture display stand and certificate to send in to get a set of figures by mail. They'll be sent to you at home between February 1st and June 1st. The Star Wars Early Bird Certificate Package, new from Kenner. Because Kenner yeah, was or, such a small company, they were overloaded. Or with Boba Fett, you had to order on, on the mail. Through yeah, the mail. Proof of purchases, yeah. You, you had to save them up, and yeah. then you got Boba Fett delivered to you. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, Micronauts, great one. Ernie, what I, do you got? I, I had that um, the first four, four Star Wars figures that came in the mail. Uh, I don't remember how, obviously my parents did it, but now you just jogged my memory. Yeah. I think it was from cereal box <laughs> tops or something. No, it was it was what no, you actually... It was the no. purchase of other figures, from what I remember. Well, the Boba Fett was was with proof of purchases. You could order the Boba Fett, but the, the original four Star Wars figures, you all had to, you bought, you, you pre-ordered at Toys R Us, wherever you went, KB, and you would literally get this piece of cardboard because they didn't have the figures in stock yet. Even though the movie was out in May of 77 by Christmas, they still didn't have the figures. And every boy wanted Star Wars figures, but they didn't have them yet. So you would buy this piece of cardboard and kids got cardboard under the tree that just had a picture of what you were going to get. And I think they wind up shipping in like March. But it was, it was, that's a tough first Christmas for a boy getting, you know, a cardboard that says, oh, you're going to get this in a couple months. Yeah, I, um, I, ha I, have, I, I had doubles of everything. Because my imagination, I had to have 10 uh, stormtroopers. Oh, not too. one that you shot and killed and, and picked back up and put them somewhere else. I had to see everyone laying around dead. <laughs> so I didn't have Orlando Carissian. I still have my collection. And, and uh, Orlando Carissian, which I took a magnifying glass to his chest, and made it look like he had a, a laser shot to his chest, and a few, and a few, a few stone uh, troopers looked the same way, but absolutely fantastic. Yeah, awesome, Ernie. What do you got, number three? Oh, this uh, little kids are like, be like, what the hell? Uh, Nineteen eighty. You mean Joey? <laughs> I'm excited it, already. It, it sounds so <laughs> it sounds so silly, like nothing, but the Rubik's cube in 1980. I had to have it. I I remember everybody going crazy over it. Uh, I gained a lot of popularity in my sixth grade class because I was able to solve it. And everybody wanted to watch me do it. Everyone's saying I was the smartest in the class. Was a bit. I accidentally forgot to tell them that I secretly read a book teaching me how to do it, by the way. Ernie, I could see the transition from the cool kid, you got the Commodore, 
Then you got the Rubik's Cube. I, I see the I see the downfall. Yeah, that was a mistake. Uh, yep. <laughs> Bad choices. Ernie, do you want a, had, a basketball? I, I no, I want a puzzle way. game that nobody can solve. I had I had another way of solving it. Put an M80 in the middle of it, blow it up, and put it all back together. <laughs> That's yeah, yep. Rubik's Cube. Yes, I remember when you knew exactly. It, I have to be honest with you, mathematically in my life, that was the first lesson about math that you told, and I mean this, and I, I swear to God, that regardless of how it is, if I turn it this way, it's going to turn out the same way. And I went, holy shit, math actually counts for something, but it was too late for me. <laughs> <laughs> it was too late. Yeah. But I was blown away. Any any way, any way you put it. And he goes, I go like this, go like this. I'm like, no way. If I do this, I'm like the idiot. I'm like, right. no way. Um, oh, yeah, let me mix it up more. I'll mix it up more. Yeah, let me mix it up more. Don't look. Don't go in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> Ernie, can you still do it? No, but um, so. it's easy to learn again. Um, this, with this book, it's it's simple once you um, you read the the right. My son is obsessed with Rubik's cubes. He has all different ones. Two, you know, uh, two by twos. He calls them three by threes, four by fours, all different ones, and he can't solve any of them. He mixes them up, and then I have someone. One of the kids that I teach is like a little Ernie. He can solve all of these, and you I can't have to. Just no, it's I don't. I Google it. I still can't figure it out. I literally walk. I walk in, and I, I I'm like. I hand him like seven Rubik's cubes. Can you solve these for me, please? And he's like, can he, play, can he play drums? No, he plays bass. Does he play good? Yeah, he's you know he's he's like oh, Ernie. He's got, he's got he's got something. <laughs> Rubik's cube, Ernie. Woo! Wow. Yeah, Ernie. Ooh, to nod everyone. But Ernie, in in in, in retrospect, <clears throat> Ernie did solve it on his own too. I don't before the book came out. I mean, it took it took it took forever. I mean, anyone can do it if you have enough time. No, but even with the book, what, I mean, I'll tell you, I watched the YouTube videos to try to figure it out for my son. I still can't figure it out. It's not as easy as just reading the book, Ernie. There's some great videos of watching uh, people do it with their eyes closed and everything. With, yes. uh, yeah, yeah, insane. The backwards like this, Ernie. You are good. No, no, he's doing his he's doing his Zach Wild bond, isn't it? You see him? No, I'm 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 coming clean here. I read a book and I never told anybody. I cheated. I cheated. It's not I knew cheating. You it's not cheating, it's cheated. knowledge. You you filled your I, head with knowledge, it's not cheating. I probably told Tommy uh, back then, but he probably's the only one that knew. <laughs> like Archie Bunker I'm said. Idiot. I'm I'm the idiot that found the book, read the book, and still couldn't do it. Exactly. <laughs> like Archie says in All in the Family when he's got all his cheat notes on his hand, Gloria comes <laughs> over and goes, Daddy, are you, you're cheating. He goes, little girl, I'm not cheating. They want me to give them the right answers, right? I said to myself, can I give these right answers without these cheat notes? No, I cannot give these right answers without the cheat notes. I'm not going to cheat them out of the right answers. I'm going to give them what they want, the right answers. There it is. Okay. I'm convinced. You're right. All right, my number three. So my number three is more like almost right along the lines of both of your number fives. It's a play set, but again, my my age is, it will show a little bit. So this play set was the big play set for my age group. I think around 1984, I'm going to guess this was. 
I was a big bit, and I still am. I have all, I have it sitting right here. I, it's too big to bring over to the camera. Big He-Man fan. Still am. Watched the new He-Mans on Netflix. They were amazing. Castle Grayskull. What do we have here? It's Castle Grayskull. And it's mine. Not so fast, Beastman. He-Man! You can pit He-Man against Beastman playing for the power of Castle Grayskull. You have to put the castle together. Beastman's escaping. What's wrong, Dad? Dad, you saved the castle. Castle Grayskull from the Masters of the Universe collection. He-Man and Beastman each sold separately from Mattel was a very big, big item for me. It was, I had all the toys already, but I never got my hands on Castle Grayskull. And I remember asking Santa, please, please, Santa, I need Castle Grayskull. And sure enough, <coughs> amazing, I must have been a good boy that year. Castle Grayskull was under the tree, giant box, incredible, you know, the playset, but same thing, He-Man figures were big and muscular. It's so small compared to the figures, but just to have it, Incredible. I ha I actually have I have Castle Grayskull right here in front of me you know, with all my toys on it. I my I even bought one for my son. My son has an old 1980s Castle Grayskull in his room that he plays with. One of my favorite toys of all time. But uh, mine was Zookla and uh, uh, what's his name? Saturday morning. Oh, Hercules. That was my human. The Hercules. Oh my God! Of course. Yes. And, Hercules and, and, and Thunder the Barbarian. Right, that was yes. my. That's where I I want. Ukla ride. Ukla <laughs> ride. That's all you used to say. Of course, the best. Herculoids were great. Uh, Gleep and Gloop and all those guys and the guy. That shoot, I like the, the rhino. Oh, yeah, the, the rhino. Shoot the things out of his head. Oh, it was great. Yeah, and the, the big gorilla. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the dragon too. That was big. Yeah. The yeah. flying dragon oh, or something. I, I, yeah, I forget his name. I think it was a yeah. The dragon and yeah, there was the dragon, then the ape, the uh, rhino guy, the two right. globs, and then the humans. Can't believe you remember Gloop, Gleep and Gloop. Of course, I Gleep and Gloop. Love it. Yeah, I thought that was T T Sean Toner and Tommy Cassidy. Oh boy! <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on, Doctor. What do you got? Number two. I think you gave it away already, but what do you got? Atari twenty six hundred. Atari Anonymous, my son Boris has a missile command problem. My mission in life is to save all of mankind. Lately, my daughter has developed a similar problem with Atari Warlords. Now, with video pinball, my husband is acting funny lately. With Atari games so ingenious, so involving, so intense, I ask you, Atari Anonymous, is this problem contagious? Now, for everyone out there, when this first came out, it was just Atari, right? Only over the years we call it 2600, right? There was an Atari 600 or 800 prior to that. Is that true, Ernie? Yeah. I, I, I didn't know that. I, I yeah. maybe There was a computer. There was a computer. Okay. I'm using my phone right now to speak on. But uh, there was an Atari 600 or something but but right. either way back then we didn't call this atari 2600 we called it atari right yeah with atari vcs yeah. video cassette system or something like right that. right and not video yeah video cassette i don't know <laughs> yeah uh just it was uh why did i want it i'm trying to remember i don't remember why the games because it wasn't over combat 
<laughs> but there were a lot of other games uh, at that point in time. I can't remember exactly because now I mean now space, you're talking space invaders, asteroids were the big ones, obviously, right? No, asteroids. You're talking later down, later down the road. Uh, uh, Pac-Man too, down the road. It was just like the new. I'm trying to Ernie. I can't remember with the. Uh, well, you didn't have Atari 2600, but they were really cool games. And I can't remember. There was no Donkey Kong. There were there were no other uh, other companies that were um, like in Magic. There was Magic had a whole nother lineup down the road that were really good for Atari. But um, yeah, if you had Atari twenty six hundred, you were the shit. I don't remember when a television because I don't remember in television when I was when I got the because I would ask for in television. It wasn't advertised or something because I'm your I'm your brother's age, right? And Romeo got a television, and he's younger than you. No, Rome, Rome, Romeo's old. Romeo's older than me, I think. Jesus Christ! Is there anyone you're older than John? Because <laughs> he's the youngest on the block. You're like <laughs> you're like Keith Crossan now. You're like yeah. I, okay. I, I if I remember correctly, I think Keith is older than me too. Oh, come on, stop. <laughs> no, he's one of the little <laughs> I would have been the little, little, little kids. kids. I like that. Yeah, so, I, you know, all the hoopla. I can't remember what the game was. It was more about the way it was advertised on TV. Because if in television was advertised the same way, I would have asked for that. No, but if I remember yeah. correctly, the first Atari, even though there was Odyssey and there was Pong, Atari was really the first video game system. And if I remember correctly, Asteroids and Space Invaders were the first games. No, Ernie? No. Asteroids, Space Invaders, yes. Asteroids later. Yeah. That's true, Ernie? Yeah. So Space Invaders is the advertised game then. That's the game that that created the sensation. Yeah, and also what Tommy said about Atari was rich. They, you know, Atari had Space Invaders and uh breakout in the arcades right good right. point right yeah right and television didn't have the money for the advertising at the beginning right yeah there had to be something there had to be a uh, there was something weird about that because it was just a better system well like it you also said it cost a lot more money than atari yeah it was a lot more money yeah but ernie ernie just yeah, hit it i think atari was a company that was already producing video games it just so happens that they made this home video game system where in television wasn't right yeah the television was a brand new company right mattel it was a, a, ver- right. a product mattel. right right great all right Aaron, number two extra sketch oh jesus <laughs> are you going now, backwards i'm going forward <laughs> you gotta, I'm, I'm talking five years mr. old potato. mr potato that was mine well here once again just like the Rubik's Cube, I got to be the center of attention. No one can do this thing better than me. I can actually write, I can actually make my signature and script. Oh my God. I'm turning the, the, both knobs at the same time. Nobody was able to do that. And I mean, perfect script. Did anyone want to? Well, you're five years old. It was cool. Come on, the, the, the kids of today can't even, can't even sign their name with a pen. <laughs> I was tortured by Ernie. 
but I could see Ernie, you know, Ernie has that personality. I could see him mm-hmm. getting that etch sketch and sitting in his room mm-hmm. and just mastering it. That way, when he comes out to the yeah. general public, he is the king. Mm-hmm. Everybody right. else is really up, down, left, right. I had all angles. I knew how to do everything. I barely can make a square. <laughs> <laughs> I God, even at one time was able to erase only a piece of the picture, shaking Jesus it a certain like, Not a shaking square, it. A, a, square, a plain square is impossible on, on, on that thing. But uh, yeah, Ernie, you show up my, my house. Look what I'm messing with my boy. <laughs> Look what he, we got the wrong children. <laughs> Ernie's my son. Come on, Don Collins. Oh, it's great. Of I'm course. Look what a mess of my boy. <laughs> look at my, look what they did to my boy. Look what they did to my boy. <laughs> look what yeah. the so Ernie, Ernie, did to Ernie, my boy. Ernie had it coming 10 years, 10 years of making me look bad in front of my family <laughs> with his hectic, his little hectic olive oil boys making spelling his name again do you do you see the pattern he's got he's he's got the etcher sketch he starts with at five years old he comes out he's he owns the block then he, came he, out with he throws the etcher sketch yeah he gets the rubik's cube he's doing he's doing the guitar behind the head rubik's yeah. cube yeah. and then as Look soon as everyone side. everyone else figures out the rubik's cube he throws that away he's got the commodore 64 writing programs right. okay right. And my father's like, look at my son. He brushes his t- he brushes his hair with a toothbrush. He's brushing his hair with a fork. There's something wrong with him. Meanwhile, Ernie here, he's got props. He's got Rubik's Cube. What else would you guys like to see at H5? Rubik's Cube. Look at my boy. Sketch. Look at my I boy. To- it looks, like- looks special. I used to go over to Tommy's house with a little backpack with math books. <laughs> you know why I went after you. Yeah. No, I I, I I think I get it now. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, but understand one thing. My father got it, too. <laughs> my father loved you. And then when I went after you, my father, I got it back twice. I was trying to win, trying to win my father's acceptance, acceptance and kick my ass for trying to win his acceptance. Tommy, <laughs> stay away or I'm going to tell your dad. <laughs> I'm going to tell on you. <laughs> I'll tell him how insignificant you are next to my brain. <laughs> brain, 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 brain. All right, brain, my brain. number two. So again, at this time period, everything that I do, the only time I could ever get anything that I wanted was Christmas and birthday. That's all I had. I had, obviously, you have no money as a kid, you can't do anything. Anything you want, you've got to plan and somehow connive and figure out a way. So, you know, like the kid in a Christmas story where, you know, he wants the BB gun more than anything. He figures out a way. He's got to ask Santa. You got to figure out a way to get what you want at the right time period. So I was so big into wrestling when I was about nine years old. So right in 1983. That's when you joined Playground. A couple (laughs) years later. It actually really is only a couple (laughs) years later. Um, Wrestling was everything to me. So... I, all I wanted to do was get, I, more than, I mean, obviously it's impossible. I wanted a wrestling ring. How could I get a wrestling ring? Input's impossible. You can't have a wrestling ring. You're nine years old. We're poor. You can't have a wrestling ring. We can't get you a wrestling ring, Joey. They don't make, they don't make them for kids. 
So your mother my, scared me. Your mother scared me. So. <laughs> so in my house, you know, we would have had a lot of construction when we when we bought the house. It was a two family house. So we had these two rooms that were like never finished the construction. My, my mom and dad got divorced. My dad was doing the construction on the house. He never finished them. So we literally had these two rooms that we would call spare rooms. You couldn't live in them because they weren't finished. No unfinished rooms. So you couldn't have, you know, there were un, no heat or lights or anything in them. So what I what I wanted that Christmas is that if I can't get a, if I can't get a wrestling ring, I want I'm going to take one of these spare rooms we had in our house, these unfinished rooms, and I wanted mats like in the gym, like wrestling mats. And wall to I built literally had wall to wall wrestling mats in this room and it became my wrestling room that I christened Madison Square Room. Of course, what else would I name it, right? So, but these wrestling mats, I was dying for these wrestling mats. And I, I said, I knew there was no way I was going to get a wrestling ring. So my mom figured out a way I'm going to get, get him wrestling mats and put them in this room and make the kids could beat the shit out of each other. So we literally, me and my friends would come over after school. We had our own wrestling league and we would beat the crap out of each other for three, four hours. It was amazing. I'm speechless. <laughs> For next Christmas, did you get a neck cast? <laughs> no, you got to understand it. I, if, if you, I'm sure you've read my book, Ernie. You were in it, by the way. I was a giant kid. So I was this size when I was nine. So <laughs> I was, you know, I, I'm this big at nine. Everyone else is this big. So I'm like Andre the Giant. See, I just see the pictures in that book. <laughs> they were all pretty funny. I'm literally Fair Andre the Giant. Head. You know what? I, I, I'm not knocking you. You're very smart. The biggest kid in the block starts a wrestling Of course. And just, That's you know, I obviously I was heavyweight champion, but I was also my favorite match. You know, we were literally in a room. So I had, there was two doorways to get in the room, like over here and one over here. We would have a That's battle a royal match and there were no doors on. There was no doors. There, there was just a doorway. It was, un- it, it was unfinished. We would have battle royal. It was a free for all. Everyone would team up against me, but I was so big, they could never lift me to get me out of the room. You had to throw each other out of the room to win. Did you ever lose? Never lost a battle royal, ever. Yeah. Why do I have a feeling that if you would have lost one, it would have been closed shop, go find your own wrestling ring. (laughs) I would have somehow called. (laughs) Ernie, I also had a really good name. A really cool name would have been Madison Square Snyder. Oh, terrible. Ernie, I, I also had a, a tag team partner was Yukon. So it was me and Yukon <laughs> versus the other kids. So my the dog. Crazy uncle in the dog suit. So I was, a, dog I was suit. about 170. My dog was 170. Everyone else was 35 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so that was awesome. my number two. Wrestling mats, a full room of, of wrestling mats. Oh, your mother was hysterical. I, I well, would have. This. Was your grandmother, did, you, did your grandma know what's going on? Or she's just like, who talked who down? Did, you, did your grandmother go, Barbara, they're being kids? Or was it, Barbara, they're getting out of control? No, my, Listen, my, we're going through a tough time right now. Let me do what he's got to do. Which, which was it? I mean, you're, my mother, my mo- I don't know what the hell she was thinking, letting all of us beat the hell out of each other in, their, in her house in the wrestling room. But my grandmother was, she didn't care about stuff like that. My grandmother was more about, she would just fight me over little stuff like, you know, you got to don't forget to take the dog for the walk. And if, if I didn't, it was the end of the world. I could go beat the shit out of all my friends and I could break my neck and everyone with my grandmother would be OK with it. She didn't care. Oh, I know what happened. What? Your mother let it go on 
as long as you were the reigning champ. Well, I mean, listen. She gave you a high five every night. So did your grandmother. Joe, did you, you... have lost one match? If you would have lost one match, you would have been torn out of the house. She was like the promoter, of course. She was like the Vince. Mc... She was like Vince McMahon. <laughs> you want a meatball? I'll tell you a meatball. He's a meatball. As we call him, Ma- anyway. Mom McMahon. Mom McMahon. Joe, like imagine your mom. Your mom going to the other people, like Mickey and Rocky. Stay down. Stay down. Don't get back. He's too big. Stay down. Don't get back up. <laughs> it's very simple. Whatever he sits on, he destroys. He destroys. <laughs> and I would be, I'd be sitting on him. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> if he inflates, he inflates. Yeah, something tells me if I was one of the little kids and I was, and there was a giant in the group, my mother wouldn't have bought me the wrestling mats. But because no, I, I was the giant, it was okay. Exactly. <laughs> There's kids walking out of, kids coming downstairs all beat up, crying for their parents. As long as it wasn't you. You come down there with the belt. She's good. She's like, honey, sit down, have a meatball. Honey, it's okay. That's what she used to, she used to feed me again because I was a picky eater as a kid. She would give me, ready for this? This one, I, would have, I always wonder why I was so big. Here's my lunch. Ready? I would have a full loaf of Italian bread, a pound of bacon with mayonnaise. <laughs> Is that a good meal? Is that a good meal for an eight-year-old? Uh, arteries are overrated. Arteries are overrated. That's what I always say. So if you want your kid to be a giant too, feed them a pound of bacon on a nice Italian bread hero. Here's my health advice to everyone during the Christmas holidays. Every time you're looking at an artery, every time you're looking at a liver, it's going to be an artery that kills you quick every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, we are up to our number one. Let me recap the doctors. We got number five, the Planet of the Apes Treehouse playset. Number four, Andre the Giant Bigfoot from Six Million Dollar Man. Number three, the Micronauts. It's a rare one, but I love it. Number two, of course, Atari. And your number one favorite Christmas gift ever as a kid. Borderline worst, borderline best. ColecoVision. Ooh, I love Coleco. We, we, we have spoken about this in the past on other episodes, maybe one other episode. I woke up that morning, and uh, first thing I opened up was Atari 2600 adapter for ColecoVision. So I'm like, bam. Right, you were like, what the hell is this? Bam, I know. Next game, Avenger. Bam, I'm like, Bam, right? So I, I look at my mom. She goes, Bam, there's no click of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I don't remember this. So what happened? They were, um, click of vision, with their production. Yeah, of course. And uh, she said, Honey, it's it's on waiting. Uh, he says, you, you know, she didn't have to sell me. I knew she tried because I, I was always a small brat, but um. Yeah, but it, it was just hurt. Like I was built up. <coughs> I, I, you know, I would tell, I would tell her today. You know, there's a way of doing it. Say no, but then you got this other stuff to help help soothe the pain, right. not build me up and then no, drop that, me on my face. Yeah, you were you were oh, really you were really being brought up to the rafters um, to to oh. to live the dream, and then she just dropped you off the cliff. <laughs> uh, it was like uh, it was like that gig and um. In uh, cabaret, we came out and they had too much smoke. We couldn't see each other. 
It was a really cool gig. And we couldn't see each other. It was like a, yes. a scene from, uh, yeah, it was, it was the worst. Walk out, yes, all pumped. And where are you guys? Are you guys here? It's like, I'm over here. Mommy, where are you? <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, but a month and a half, I got it. And the following year, they dropped the ball again, Coleco, with the pa- Cabbage Patch Kids. Yeah, but let so. me tell you something. I, you know what? I call horse shit. It happens today. I know kids across the board, all my friends' kids, dying for a PS5, can't get it anywhere. Bullshit. It's about, it, they create the hype. They create the hype. They sell, they sell everything, and then they sell them through the roof after Christmas, too. I got to wait for my uh, my wife down down Manhattan in some shadowy place. People like camping outside to get this yeah, shit. Yeah. Going back like 10 years ago. I walked in, $500. Oh, we happen to have one in the back. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's, 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 so I happen to have one. Okay, fine. But ColecoVision, that was the shit. That was the game changer. Oh, Coleco was the best of those systems, without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. A thousand dollars and have two. <laughs> it's so true. I mean, now is even worse because all the stock, everyone that works in the stock room is 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 wise to this, and they just they just take them aside and they just put them aside and they sell them for a thousand dollars. No way. Is that your original ColecoVision? No, my wife bought it for me last Christmas. That does it work? Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. And it, took, it took me five minutes to throw everything out the window. Why? Just because the games aren't as good or you just can't connect it? Why? You so, get used to this. Yeah. I'm sitting there going, I should never have touched it. Doop, I should doop, never, doop, I've never doop, asked for Whatever. And I'm watching it. I played, I tried, let me try, maybe Donkey Kong and maybe I need something a little quicker. Mm-hmm. No. What game is that in there? Donkey Kong? Donkey Kong, of course. Donkey Kong Jr. I have. Qbert. Yeah, Qbert was a big one now of that, because that was like the I first like, 3D I one. Think, Zaxxon. Yeah, Zaxxon, right. First 3D. But yeah. I'm thinking if I, if I actually tried a 2600, uh, 2600 game, Atari, I might just fall asleep. I, I instantly <laughs> might go into a seizure. I, and I built this up to my younger daughter too. I'm like, yeah. Oh. I mean, again, it's you know, when you're a kid, you're gonna be like, Dad, Dad. Meanwhile, I got Fortnite downstairs. I don't need another game. I like to kill little kids. I'm good to go. I don't need them to be gone. But anyway, move on. I'm sorry. Yeah, great one. That was the shit. That was the shit. And the 2600 Atari adapter. They got plugged into it. So you got to to adapt all your 2600 again. I don't know when, what we were going back to at the ColecoVision. I'm trying to remember that one. <laughs> what are you going to say, Aaron? I think um, the, maybe about two weeks before Christmas, around that time, Tommy's mom with the Tommy's dad had said, hey, you know what would be really funny? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get them all ColecoVision games and no system. <laughs> that son of a bitch, he's been a, he's been a miserable kid all year. We'll show him. No, you didn't catch like, what I like said. Down the block. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't catch what I just said. Why? They approached Ernie oh. and said, you know what would be funny? Because he picks on you all the time. If we pull the rug out from beneath his feet on Christmas. And Ernie was like this. 
Amen. Ernie's like this. Amen. Sure, sure. That sounds good to me. Sounds good, Mrs. Bonner. I no, but but to, uh, to confess, I can speak Spanish now. <laughs> Make an honest confession. Your your parents did get me ColecoVision that year. Oh, that would have been how good would that have been? <laughs> <laughs> okay, touche, pussycat. <laughs> Very nice. A nice note on a note under Tommy's tree. Go to Ernie's house to play these games. He's got the ColecoVision. Uh, you like you. You. <laughs> guess what? Who's got his Odyssey too? Uh, you got my Odyssey too, so yes. <laughs> and and more importantly, Tom, we talked about this on a previous episode. You have the screen test videotape somewhere. No, I don't. I run with it. My bad. That was all of our tickets. We could have made millions off that thing. America's funniest home videos. What? This is this is the million dollar winner. Every every year. Somehow I somehow I think if we ask the same question and put his name through a bunch of boxes, he's not gonna be able to answer different. It's gonna be the same test. It's true. You're right. As long as, we can, as, long, as long as we can remember the questions. <laughs> it's so true. Why haven't we recreated it? Can, can you give us a, a surprise one? Uh, Ernest, I noticed you have a little bit of a lisp. <laughs> no. No. Uh, wh where do you currently work? Macy's. Macy's. <laughs> All right. Here's your five so far, Ryan. Number five, the Death Star playset. Number four, the Commodore 64. This is where the nerddom sits in. Number three, behind the back Rubik's Cube. Number two, the Etcher Sketch. No, I don't know how you can get, I don't know how you're going backwards, Ern. What are we talking here? Diapers, what are we talking? What do we, what do you got? <laughs> My favorite diapers. <laughs> I got. I got to keep talking about it. There were many times when I had nobody, I had no friends, nobody to play with, all because of Tommy. There's a small piece of my heart that still can't forgive you. You're a monster. I agree. But but there I was one when I came on. <laughs> but there was someone you could never turn against me ever. Somebody always had my back. Yes. <laughs> yes. I had to be. New Excel never let me down. He stayed with me when all my friends were out not playing with me. Wouldn't play with me. Two Excel always stayed with me. Didn't care about you guys at that time. He always stayed in my basement. And he's still my best friend. He weirdly looks a little like you, Ernie. Wait, I'll be right wait. back. I, I gotta, I gotta call the local sheriff and just tell him to build up uh, security around my house because that was my favorite Jerry Springer moment Ernie's ever had. I'm gonna, he yeah, called you the me. monster that you are, Snyder. Mm. <laughs> and you know the difference between a monster. You know what I like. You know what I like. Before this episode started, before we start recording, it's true. He asked, he asked me permission. Can I do it one more time? No. Talk about how he used to pick on me. I didn't know it was going to go up to this level. He took it from three <laughs> to like 10 out of a 10. Called me a monster. And uh, 
all I know is 2XL told me he, that he wanted to come on with me. Didn't like hanging out with him anyway. <laughs> There's and no way 2XL ever said that. There's no way that's true. Well, I put the tape in and that said that. 2XL would not do that. I put the tape in and that said that. Ernie could reprogram that tape. We've already established that. Ernie, at a, just out of curiosity, where did you get that 2XL? 2XL very recently just came magically in the mail. Uh, and I think... Does I, it work? No, there's no plug or anything. There's no cartridges or nothing, but... Oh, Ernie. Because he would tell you he doesn't like being with you. He says, you heard my voice. <laughs> yeah, right out the window. <laughs> Actually, you would Joe... Had no one to, you would have no one to play with, Ernie. You would have no one to play with. <laughs> Joey bought this for me recently. Look, that was Kathy and bagels, doesn't it? <laughs> I'll never leave you, Two XL. I'm gonna make you love me, Two XL. I love him. Great one, Ernie. I'm glad that I can give you back the person that you were, you had, you you can confide in as a kid instead I, of that monster, Snyder. I don't know what's what. I don't know what's but. Made the news more. It was uh, Get Back by the Beatles, Playgrounds Get Together, and Ernie's reuniting with 2XL. Actually, I don't know. What, uh, it is a lot of getting back together this Christmas holiday, and I'm loving it. And I'm reunited, loving it. and it feels so good. <laughs> All right, here we go. My five so far. We got number five, my first boombox. Number four, in television. Number three, Castle Grayskull. Number two, my wrestling mats for my room. And my number one, even though I don't remember this perfectly, but I do know that this happened and it kind of propelled me to where I am today. Saw Kiss 1979, Madison Square Garden, five years old, in the summertime. Nothing I wanted more that Christmas than this. I begged for it. As soon as I left that concert, I said, I have to have this. And that was a drum set. Got my first drum set when I was five years old. Little toy, Toys R Us, little, God. little dinky, you know, crappy drum set. But I banged on that thing. Thank God you said drum set. Thank God you said drum set, not Kiss Figures. <laughs> no, it's Kiss Figures. I never I got the Kiss Figures I'm going to bail out. I'm going to bail out and say, you, you froze, Joe. You froze. But I do have to tell you, that those Kiss Mego figures were my, are, my, are my favorites. I, I have them over here, too. But, you know. I had one. Oh. Get back to your drum set. Drum, yeah, I mean, listen, I've I've gotten over the years. The only way I ever got my drum gear was always Christmas and my birthday. So I would always ask every year. Once I got real, you know, five years old, I had my toy drum set. But then I, when I was ten, I got a real drum set. And then ever ever since then, every Christmas I got you know a, a, a new bass drum pedal or a new cymbal or roto toms all drums every christmas every birthday from the age of 10 up even till now i get drum related stuff so even though i'm going to call it my first drum set as, as my number one it's really just drum gear in general every christmas when i get a new piece of drums be able to put it on my kit best feeling in the world um uh amazing um, I, I stopped my, my, uh, I, I, I stuck to toys, but, uh, musician wise, when I got my, uh, 
my uh, wireless microphone. And do you guys remember that? And it yeah. was a, a big thing for me. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't work on the fluorescent lighting. Sounds like a lightsaber from Star Wars. Underneath <laughs> <laughs> the lighting. Yeah, that was the when they one. first started coming out. Yeah. Oof, oof. But yeah, man, I can understand that. That's awesome. That's I mean, freaking yeah. awesome. I mean, Joe, it might be your favorite Christmas present. But I don't think it was your mom's favorite Christmas. Oh, I I know for sure it wasn't my brother's. He's still he's still is tormented to this day. He's like, you don't know what it's like living with a brother that was a drummer all those years. He said it was miserable. Did he never, never pick up an instrument? Never. Oh, yeah, the, it, yeah. Funny. Same exact year that I got the drum set, he got a guitar. Never really gravitated towards it. Never really played it. A little bit here and there, but never really took to it. And I just. You know, just I loved it so much that I just kept going with it. But, you know, you, the spare room that was uh, the wrestling room for years later on, my brother finally had to move out of my room because I had my drum set was growing and it was taking <laughs> it was taking over the room. So he got he got out of that room and, you know, fixed up one of the spare rooms himself and just kind of he said, OK, I need my own bedroom. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> I need my own apartment. <laughs> oh, yeah. He if he was old enough, he would have left the whole house, I think. <laughs> All right, awesome. what do we got? We got an honorable mention each. What do you got? Are we going to me? Yeah, sure. Uh, it was a birthday gift on Christmas Eve, but since I'm a Christmas Eve baby, uh, Dark Tower. Oh, the game. Yeah, great one. <laughs> and that would be, and that would be before, um, I'm not sure if I had Atari 2600 yet. Because it was a big interest in Dark Tower and that I can't... If we had Atari 2600 with an adventure going, I'm trying to... Ernie, do you, can you put a timeline on that one? Because I'm thinking that came out uh, with Dark Tower and we used to play it at my house. It had to be before uh, Atari 2600. Yeah, I, 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 only because I looked it up because uh, me and Joey did the, uh, the, the board games. The only reason I know it, Dark Tower is 1980, 1981. So it's pretty much the same exact time, practically. Right. So check this one out. I looked up today on the internet. It's Return of Dark Tower is scheduled to come out this year. No way. Yes. And it's going to Bluetooth and an app is going to run the gameplay. It's going to be a board game run through an app through Bluetooth. The Return me, of Dark Tower. Me and I, Ernie... I is, it, is that is that they had to come back with something? Oh, that's amazing! I mean, we, game. we did we did a board game episode, and that was one of Ernie's picks. And I remember looking up what it was worth because Ernie, just like I got you to Excel, I was going to get you a Dark Tower. They're worth like hundreds and hundreds of, of dollars. Yeah, it's not a joke. Ernie, no you joke. said they got sued or something, and it got taken off the market, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, that's why you you can't get them. I'm Tom. I'm so happy you chose that because what a great game that is! Oh, great game. That was I before see. D &D. It's 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 before I we understood. Before D &D. Before we understood. <laughs> right, D and D was around the same time. D and D was '78. No, no. Right? I say when Ernie introduced us to D and D, right, right. right? We were already exposed to Dark Tower. I think we already had it in us. Get yeah. up. All right, Ern. You didn't understand D&D &D when it first came out. It was too hard. Give me an honorable mention, Ern. Uh, you know, uh, what the hell? I guess a first date with my future wife. Oh, brother. 
That was on Christmas? That was uh three days after Christmas, yeah. Oh, do I need a bucket? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about that first date, because I know I've heard the story many a times from your beautiful wife. I can't. I can't. <laughs> oh, you want to hear this? Tom, you want to hear this? Trust me. Are we, are we really? He brought it. He brought the etcher sketch. And all, and all <laughs> okay. he, he started off with the Rubik's Cube. First, I the two XL came with us. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I have a weird threesome in mind tonight. Same height as you. <laughs> Every time you guys do this stuff, you make me look bad. You got uh, Joey's wife. Uh, you know, I'm not mentioning names. She shows up with wine and cheese. And you bring up, Chris, you know, famous Christmas present, your wife and stuff like that. My wife wants to put a gun on my head and kill me when I'm sleeping. What are you talking about? You just showed us the ColecoVision she bought you. Stop lying. I have an image, Joey. <laughs> it's maybe, is very hold on. Stop drinking spiked chocolate milk. I think that's going to solve a lot of your issues. Wait, that's not chocolate milk anymore. What is that? Wait, take that for that. I was waiting the whole episode. What is I it? I went through the wine. I had a backup. Wine? No. Knob Creek. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't imagine the Knob Creek is mixing well with the spiked chocolate milk right now. There's only one. 2XL, what do you think? My one honorable mention along the same lines as, as my number two, the wrestling stuff. Again, I was so big into wrestling. I, I went to go see wrestling at Madison Square Garden every month for about two years, every month religiously. But this was this, the second month that I ever went. I was dying to see this. It was the first appearance of Hulk Hogan in the WWF. And I knew he was fighting the Iron Sheik for the title. And I, th there was no way I was going to miss it. I had to get there. But tickets were a fortune. So I, I did a, a little, little finagling. I, I, you know, I convinced my mom to do a combo birthday Christmas gift. And she got me tickets to go see wrestling at the Garden. Hogan won the title that night. Insane. Great, great, great memory. You still got gifts, didn't you? I got gifts to you, I think. Yeah, that's what parents do. Yeah, that's what yeah. we do. Yeah. Right. Talk, yeah, I mean, I, I, even my kids this year talked me into the big yeah, gift. I, I got them a big gift this year, and I got them 100 little things, too. They have to wake up with something on the Of course. Trip. Not the old-fashioned. Right. You got to open a lot of stuff. Yeah. All right, this was a good one, boys. Great Christmas memories. Uh, a lot of Jogging a lot of memories, even with me. For me, like, thinking about this category today, I, I forgot a lot of this stuff that were Christmas presents. You know, there's so many, probably hundreds that we both forgot over the years, but this was a fun one. Quick one, this is a Christmas special. If we can get another episode in next week with the three of us, maybe we'll do another Christmas uh, spectacular. Uh, I'm not sure of the category yet, but it'll be a fun one. Any last, last words, doctor? Yeah, um, I'll wait for her to speak. This way, I don't know if he calls me a monster again or whatever. Being Christmas time, I just like to say I love you very much, Ernie. Um, you my my brother, uh, Joey, my little brother, and I uh, wish the best to both of your families. And uh, 
sorry, I'm a monster, Ernie. And uh, <laughs> I'm really sorry. I didn't mean. I didn't mean to. Uh, you know. Well, I mean, Christ, now, Christ. But when you when you pull out that two XL, I want to punch you right in the face. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> not many people know the doctor's birthday is on christmas eve so it's like you know the 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 opposite of christmas so you got christ being born on christmas we got the doctor being born on christmas eve so i can understand why why ernie calls you a monster i'm with you Ernie. Hmm. less words ernie any 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 uh, any other words you'd like to to uh call him while we have the uh oh, it's christmas time you let it go <laughs> Uh, what time of year I always shut my mouth? <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you didn't choose some of my Christmas presents because you would always come over and I used to always go over to Legos you. Didn't come up. Legos did not come up. I'm very surprised. You were the king of Legos. forgot about Legos. I was never a Lego guy. Oh, Ernie was the master. Yeah. He, that was another way of making us feel. Of course, right. Same thing. It's the same old story, Ernie. Same old story. Me, Billy Zemich, we'd all walk in like this. We're playing sport. And he's like this. No, I'm building a three-story police precinct. <laughs> With windows built in. It's right. like this. And, okay. two, and 2XL is helping me. Yeah, it's like this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was... I, was uh, I, I dug my own grave over the years, didn't I? <laughs> Great episode, guys. This was fun. Always fun reminiscing with you guys, having a couple of cocktails. Great time. Great Christmas memories. Great Christmas cheer from Ernie spreading throughout all of our households, calling uh, his good friend a monster. It's just a Christmas way. Now you know. Now you know. Now you know. Get out of here. We'll see you next week. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy, healthy one.